not all of our surf reflections are positive. Correct. But this week has been, I don't think I've had any negative self-reflections whatsoever. I, you know, one of my big things is sleeping. I have a lot of extremely violent dreams. Okay. Haven't had any at all this week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Veterans Care Association and Timor Awakening podcast. The Timor Awakening program is an 11-day immersive, holistic and peer-to-peer veterans program based in East Timor that has a singular vision which is to promote the health and well-being of veterans and veterans' families. Due to the current restrictions from COVID-19, we are running slightly abridged programs on the Gold Coast uh, with the same vision and same aim. We're using these opportunities to sit down with our participants one-on-one and conduct podcast interviews to capture their story and their lessons learned and things that we can all learn from uh, as we as veterans and wounded healers move through our own journey and help others do the same. We're going to be covering a whole range of topics including defence transition, mental health, relationships, veteran suicide, PTSD, and post-traumatic growth. Whether you're out and about or listening to this at home or driving in your car, we do trust that you'll learn a lot by listening to our participants. Thank you and enjoy. Good morning, my name is Rowena Langan, and I am one of the peer support mentors for Timor Awakening 14, as well as mostly administration. And I am sitting here having a cup of tea with Brett Dockett, a veteran, a Royal Australian Air Force veteran and we are going to have an informal conversation surrounding Brett's uh, Air Force career and just his general story about what made him join the Air Force and um, yeah, and his story. Okay, Brett, so I have your verbal consent to record this, this free-flowing interview. Absolutely. Wonderful. Okay. Good, good morning, Rowena. Good morning, Brett. It's great to be here. Thank you. How are you enjoying our program so far? So we're on day six. Yes. Which is Saturday of yes. Timor Awakening 14. This yes. is our inaugural domestic program. Usually we'd be going over to Timor, but mm-hmm. unfortunately due to COVID, that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Well, Rowena, this being my first um, Timor Awakening experience, uh, for me, so far, it's been fantastic. I've really enjoyed uh, the not just the company of other veterans, but the positivity, which has been very refreshing. I've tried other veterans' programs, and they haven't been quite the same. But for me, it's come along at the really the right time in my life, and uh, yeah, I found it very refreshing. I've taken something away every single day and yeah I've found it uh, to use a word that not many people in my life would hear me say but it's been fabulous. Has it really? So Mm. what aspects about this program are you finding fabulous? Which is a beautiful word by the way. For me daily growth. Daily growth. Daily growth. Um, I expected to be, you know, I expected the big warm hug, big warm group hug, but for me, you know, to have a program that is tailored to us and to be able to take something away, not just every day, but almost every session. Um, I'm not a big writer but to write down things out of 
sessions, uh, the videos, discussions, you know, obviously we, we self-reflect a lot. Yes. Not all of our self-reflections are positive. Correct. But this week has been, I don't think I've had any negative self-reflections whatsoever. I, you know, one of my big things is sleeping. I have a lot of extremely violent dreams. Okay. Haven't had any at all this week. Wow. Yeah, like mine are so violent that my psychiatrist won't allow me to discuss them with anyone else other than him. And that's fair. That's a fair comment. That's a fair comment. So, Brett, you were mentioning the fact that you have difficulty sleeping, but that since you've been on this program, you've actually had a few nights where you've, would you say, slept relatively peacefully? Or what would you say? How would you say that? Yeah, I, um, I would say that... To be honest, part, part of it is obviously sitting in a room um, and the activities are, you know, using up emotional and physical energy go towards helping us sleep better, but clearly getting some of our, uh, dealing with some of our issues make it easier to sleep. You go to, you go to sleep, you know, you, you put a lighter head on the pillow of an evening. So apart from the conversations and circle time, mm -hmm. what other aspects of this program do you think you would implement on a regular basis? So we talk about sustainability so and, yep. and accountability mm. and being that's that's for self, not only for others but for self. So we you, certainly this is not sustainable. It is from a social media point of view, keeping in contact through Facebook pages and Timor Awakening, and hopefully you know each individual person keeping in contact with each other. But we can't physically do the circle time. So what other aspects would you say do you think might actually assist in 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 the goals and the and the process? For me, Rowena, um, this has been a good kickstart, firstly for exercise, because uh, my gym program, which was, you know, again, generously um, provided by DVA, was closed down through COVID, which has just started back up. My exercise physiologist texted me on Monday. So now that I've started doing the exercise, I'll start, you know, that's been a, a good kickstart for me for that. Um, structure. structure. Structure is the big thing that I need, and I need to continue with the structure. I know that while you and I aren't participating in yoga right now, um, I've actually learned a few moves from the yoga that will help with my back. Um, a big thing I've taken away is that I keep telling me myself that physically I can't do things because of all my physical injuries. Where, as you know, we've gone and played beach volleyball, and I've thrown myself around like a twenty-year-old, and then told myself I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow, but the next day I can walk. And then, then we went and did something else, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to suffer tomorrow, and I haven't suffered as bad as I thought. So do you think it's being enclosed 
in a group of people that are as broken, if not more or less, that have walked the walk, so to speak, and and have like I, I from the sounds of what you're saying, you're very much on the beginning of your pathway of relearning a few things. So is it is it the fact that you have people in this particular program, as we always do, that are just as broken or have just as much trauma to deal with, but they're also trying? Would you say that that is helping? No, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I've concentrated solely on myself, which is why when I was introduced to Gary and given the opportunity to participate in TA14, I've concentrated solely on myself. Of course, I've shared stories and, and shared, you know, uh, shared conversations with others, but I've only worried about myself mm. and not pushed myself, but being, when I what's that, being, being more open to learning more about myself. So what I mean by that is, yeah, I see others pushing themselves, but it's not a competition. I haven't measured myself against other people. What I've done is, you know, each day I've learnt a little bit more about myself to the point where I've, I am definitely I'm on, I'm at the start. You know, every day I'm thinking, shit, I wasn't as good as I thought I was. And I don't mean as in, you know, just because I was a squadroner in the Air Force, I thought I was good, that's not what I mean. But I thought that I was doing as well as I possibly could. It's like, oh, I can actually go a little bit better. I can go a little mm. bit further. So that's what we hope that our, our participants gain from that, that it isn't actually a, a competition between participants. Mm. It's actually realising that the other, other participants may encourage them to do certain things, but you as an individual realise that as you have just said I thought I was doing okay but I can actually do more so that's a really good thing because that's what we would hope from a physical point of view that that, that we would be able to show you we don't encourage competition and it's not you know it's not us against them but we do encourage support around no I don't think I can do that but actually yes yes you can it's been a long while and do you think it's possibly being in that safe environment where you've got other people that are encouraging where you think yes I'll go and have a game of beach volleyball and see how I go definitely the safe environment um, it gives you a it, it I guess it gives you I don't want to use the word safe environment again, but what it does give you is, it gives you that trust. It gives you that, uh, I suppose it gives you that trust where you're not afraid to push yourself physically and mentally past what you think you, what you think you were able to do. It's, and it's, it's a mental thing and a physical thing. 
like using the beach volleyball as an example, you know, I was diving, you know, we were all diving, us 50 and 60 year old men were diving around, trying, you know, like trying to, you know, lay up and hit balls and, and then we think, oh, we're going to pay for this tomorrow. But it wasn't that bad. But we're enjoying ourselves. Yes. And, you, and you're in the again. But also comes back to mentally. You're in the moment. So physically, <clears throat> your brain is saying, let's compete because we're all competitors. Because that's we've been trained to do that. And if we, you know, part, you're not going to join the military unless you've got a certain mindset. And then you're in there, and they train you to get better. And, they, and then we all come together and then we want to beat each other. But at the end of the day, then we come together and go, that was awesome, everyone's a winner. Yeah. Um, so the men, And the mental part of it is you, know, you walk away going, wow, that was awesome. And you don't think about the pain. No. And then you kind of worry about, well, I'm going to be in pain tomorrow. And then you pop out of bed and you go, I don't feel so bad. So, so a really big mind shift. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what one of the big takeaways for me is, personally for me, is I need to put, I need to stop putting roadblocks in front of myself. I, I keep telling myself, you're not going to be able to do this because your back is damaged, you've got arthritis, you've got to have back operations every six eight months so as part of what they would have talked about earlier in the week they're the stories that we tell ourselves yep so negative stories negative we tell stories we tell ourselves to stop us from either moving forward or thinking we can move forward correct okay so have you how, have you realized how many stories we tell ourselves yes. because this is just one aspect and we're talking about physical activity mm. so I'm guessing from that that the component of stories and our self-talk was actually quite big. I'm realising as, and again, every day I take something away, but the further we get through the program, I'm realising how much, and I'm a positive person, I'm realising how much negative self-talk I either unconsciously or subconsciously yes. was holding, I was allowing. saying to myself, yeah, allowing myself to do, um, that was, um, and I was, and which was holding me back, you know, which was, you know, restraining my potential. Again, coming back to me thinking, yeah, I'm going pretty good. And it wasn't going that bad, mm. but it just, again, exactly as the program is designed to do, it's it's opening opening my eyes to a little bit more, a little bit more, a little mm. bit more mm. each day. And I'm super grateful um, to have been involved. And, and to be honest, if TA15 was in two weeks' time, I couldn't wait to come back. That's wonderful. One of the things that you're talking about is that we, we, we endeavour to, you know, the Timor Awakening Program endeavours to open your eyes a little bit, little bit, little bit, and we use that by introducing you or reintroducing you back to tools that you may have used in the past or may have only discovered or may have thought, oh, I've come across that but never thought to use it. So 
we give you the tools and again this is about self awareness and being accountable which tools in particular so far that you've been exposed to do you think you will continue to use or explore a little bit more um, <clears throat> I was very lucky in my military career especially uh, the last 10 years well when I say lucky there's two sides to every coin uh, the last 10 years I was solely employed as an executive officer so and I went to war with the army in 2008 2009 which which again I'm glad I did um, I would rather have gone to war as a second in command of an army unit rather than just gone over with an Air Force unit and sat in the middle of an Air Force base doing nothing um, so I get I got to experience the highs and the lows so the skills are still there the experience obviously will never go away the skills are still there but while I'm unpacking myself through a program like this my stresses are that or my yeah my, my the things that set me off are when I've or previously and I, I think and hope that I'm working my way out of this is after 10 years, five postings, including the deployment overseas as the second in command of a unit, and then back in Australia and having that level of responsibility on my shoulders just wore me down and kind of just crushed me into nothing. I'm slowly starting to pop back up. So what tools from our program are helping you to prop yourself up? So they, we talked about the smart books this morning mm. and they're, they're, they're books that you can, or, or activities as well, that you can look through and you can work your way through. So that's one example of a tool that we give you and say this is something that you can use, do in your own time. What other tools so far in the last few days do you think resonate with you and give you that encouragement <coughs> to go a little bit on your own? I think the biggest tool, like the, the skills and experience have always been there. I think the biggest tools that Veterans Care have given me or have given me the opportunity to embrace uh, opportunity to contribute uh, as I've said to, pa, um, to Padre Gary love to get involved in the organisation I've always had a lot to offer and uh, I've got skills and experience and I like to be involved I've just never had anywhere to put my energy so certainly the community involvement yep, so I think absolutely. I'm edging more towards the in-house when you've been brainstorming and getting together with your smaller groups and they've they've been telling you strategies and tools to put in your toolbox what are some of those that you might engage definitely i need to reassess my um, the atomic habit book that michael reads from a lot I actually use that as my um, 
I don't know what we call it, but my book review, mm. I use that, mm. and I've taken quite a few pieces from that. So I need to reassess my habits because I'm obviously very, well, not obviously, but I'm set in my ways. But, you know, I've spent my entire adult life in the Royal Australian Air Force. As you know, we were kids together many, many, many years ago. Let's not go there. It's too far, too far ago. No, too many it's not. Years. We're still kids. Too many years. We're still kids. But, um, yeah, my entire life I spent in, in, in the military and so my life has... Um, consisted of structure. Um, how, having said that, as an officer, I, you know, I, I sort of, you know, had to sort of say to my, you know, my, my, the men and women that work with me, it's good having structure, but you need to be able to function in chaos. So, you know, probably the, um, yeah, the. At the moment, I'm functioning. I'm. I'm sorry, not functioning. I am concentrating on looking at my habits. Which ones do I want to change for the positive? Little things like, even small things like, um, you know, if I want to change a habit, two minutes. Two minutes. Um, obviously, I'll I'll go into it in more depth when I do my review, but. You know, another another thing that I took out of the book was, you know, the best is the um, enemy of the good. And I learned that when I was making those bloody um, bow ties yes. that we wore yes. last night. Yes. They yes. took me hours. Yes. They took me hours because I had to get them perfect. You had to get them perfect. And they nearly drove me mad. Yes, but they looked fabulous, let me tell you, and it uh. was wonderful and it was a great dinner. What I'd like to do is finish up now and say thank you very much for your time and for being so open and candid. One last question. If you had one thing to say to a veteran who may be listening to this in whatever form, format, social media, just one thing that would encourage them either to attend a team or awakening or to seek change within themselves what I would say to any veteran that's listening ladies and gentlemen if you get the opportunity to attend a team or awakening uh, grab it with both hands and jump it will change your life Um, it will enrich your life absolutely no doubt about it and I'm one of the most stubborn men on earth so take it and run like you've won a million dollars thank you thank you mr brett dockett thank you very much for taking the time to have a chat with me and for such a wonderful interview thank Thank you you. Aruna. bye-bye thank you for listening to our podcast we trust it's been valuable if you've got any comments or questions feel free to reach out to us at support at veteranscare.com.au and we do encourage you share this podcast with anyone you feel really needs to hear it and keep a lookout for our next episode thank you